This episode of the podcast is brought to you by I Can Grow a Better Beard Than Zach Can. Fuck you, Zach. That's not cool, man. Like, I... <laughs> Ready to be done with this. You'll never be done with it no matter what. It's going to haunt you, son, for the rest of your days. But you won't be alone. It's going to haunt me, too. If you stop by, maybe I'll give you peace. Uh, maybe. Maybe I'll give it to you. Are you ready? No. Okay, are you ready now? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> All right, go. No, I'm not ready. Hold on. Okay, good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are doing Hell or High Water. It's a cool fucking movie. <laughs> it's a really cool movie. <laughs> Zach, give us the rundown, All and right. then I then will give us the other rundown. Of? The synopsis. The Cinnamon? The Cinnamon. Ooh. Go for it. All right. Hell or High Water, guys, came out in 2016, directed by David McKenzie. You have Chris Pine in this, who plays Toby Howard. You have his brother, played by Ben Foster, who is Tanner Howard. You have Jeff Bridges, who plays Sheriff Marcus Hamilton. And you have his partner, Gil Burningham, who plays Alberto. And that's really... That's your main core. That's yeah. all you really... I mean, you could add in, like... Toby's ex-wife, but she's not Fuck really she, she's not really prominent enough in it. Right. So basically, what this film is about is a divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their family's ranch in Texas by stealing money from banks. Stealing money from banks, but they do it in a very intelligent way. Yeah. They don't take like the full packs. They just take loose bills. They take only loose bills, so they don't get they don't get the ink, the like mm. you know the the ink, uh, whatever it's called, yeah, the dye packs. Yeah, like exactly, the dye packs. So basically, the way that they're doing is they're going around and they're only hitting a certain chain of banks, mm-hmm. and the reason being is because that bank he owes that bank like fifty grand. Yes. Um, to like pay off like for the house and whatnot. Yeah, because they own a full ranch. Yeah, and. It's kind of like a, a fuck you because it's yeah, like, hey, it's, it's I'm stealing the money from this bank to then pay back the bank with their own money. And I think it's genius how they do it, too. And for a while in the beginning, I'm almost like, oh, my God, they got this all figured out because it seems like for the first two banks, they're setting up their new security system. Yeah. So they don't have a file on how to like track them. Right. And then afterwards, he's like, hey, we're across the, the street from this diner i'm gonna go rob yeah, that so really quick ben is a really interesting character he is because ben is a fucking like a loose firecracker he is he, a lunatic he's crazy and he just doesn't give a shit and then you have uh toby toby and he's a lot more reserved and a lot more methodical with how he wants to do everything yeah so the, the i thought it was kind of interesting because uh ben who's tanner mm-hmm. tanner is like this ex-con in and out of jail his whole life you know, and then you got Toby, who's kind of like this clean cut, like never had any problems with the law at all. Like just like kind of like a stand up citizen. Reminds me of us. We've never done anything illegal ever. No. <laughs> but um, I'm a loose cracker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have Toby, who's like the stand up citizen, who's just never really done anything wrong. But it's Toby who's got the one who, who who's like the one who actually derived this plan. Yes. Of robbing these banks. And he's like, hey, older brother, you want to do this with me? And his older brother's like, fuck yeah, I want to do this. He's like, I'm, I'm two days out of jail. I'm ready to go back. Like, <laughs> like, you know, he just doesn't care. 
Um, so yeah, I thought it was they do. Uh, they have a very very intelligent way of going about robbing the banks where they only do loose bills. They go in very very early, so like practically nobody should be there. Yeah. They they you know they basically they have like a guy who kind of gives them a car. Like yeah, they and, almost and, have like. It seems like they have five, six cars on standby. Yeah, they have like five just... or six cars on standby, and they have like a, a guy who they're giving the money to. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're like, hey, you know, here's like twelve grand or whatever it is. Get here, or probably not even. It's probably like twelve hundred dollars. Give me like a piece of shit beater car that runs. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. And they have it where he won't even. He doesn't even report the car to be stolen until like a week after. Mm-hmm. So they have like no evidence of you know. They, they, so there's nobody like hightailing them, that, right? You know, as they're robbing these banks. Yeah. And then they rob one bank, and then they bury that car in the ground with like an excavator, and then they get into they hop into a new car, and then they kind of go their separate ways or whatever it is, or they or they go off into like the middle of nowhere, and then they just kind of hide out for a day or two, and then they and then they just rinse and repeat. And it's a very intelligent way of robbing banks. If you're gonna rob a bank sack, I will do it with you. If we do that. If we do it this if way. If we do it this way and only this way. And only if Jeff Bridges is the <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> I will not do any crimes unless Jeff Bridges is chasing me. Yeah. But I think, too, like, what they did really smart was when they take the money to the casino. Yeah, the casino is... In, it's just like, wow. So, because... And I didn't even know this. I guess, like, when you bring money into the casino, when you cash out, there's no way of telling, like, you know where it came from. It's clean from. money. Yes, So basically, exactly. they have money, like, these, you know, the money from the banks are marked. Yeah. So if they go out and they spend all this cash, uh, it can it can then be traced back to them. So they go to the casino, they get a, whole, a shit ton of chips, Yeah. and then they basically don't really spend any of it. They just kind of hang out for an hour or two at the bar, you know, buy get a drink or two, yeah. and then they just bring back the chips, and then they get brand new clean money, and then they take that money and store it. Yeah, like, and then they get it in smart. a check form too, so it's like you really can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so cool. Like it, this really is a modern day western. Exactly. And the way that like Jeff Bridges' character of Marcus and Alberto are trying to tail them. Yeah. Is so cool because like it just seems throughout the entire film that they're like two steps behind them. It's always yeah, they're always like just like one step behind mm-hmm. and Jeff Bridges is trying so hard and he's just thinking and thinking and thinking cuz you could tell like Bridges is like a week away from retirement or whatever yeah. it is and this you know, is just kind of like his one last big thing to like go out on a bang. Yeah, and you know, towards the end of the movie you get like, you know, how 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 raw he feels about it because yeah. he he shows back up about like, you know, how'd you get away with it type. Um but we'll get there later. Um, but yeah, I thought like his character was really cool, and I really like their, you know, uh, Jeff Bridges, who's Marcus, and then Alberto's kind of dynamic with one another. With one another. Yeah. So look, it's, it's back and forth, let, playful, but man, but it's racist. It's like, very one hundred percent racist. So obviously, I'm not condoning racist racism or anything like that. But these characters who are in a fictional movie. They have a relationship with one another where that's how they joke around with each yeah, other. They they basically just shit talk each other. Yeah. And and it's look, it's it's pretty funny. Like <laughs> it, Yeah, like they have a really good dynamic, like you said, and like you yeah. can see how they are sheriff and deputy, but they have like a bond like brothers almost. Yeah. You can tell that like they shit talk each other. And they don't, they never, like, they'll never say good job or anything like that, but they love each other. Yeah. And it makes it even harder, like, at the end. Yeah. When there is the standoff. And we'll get more into the standoff. Yeah. But 
when Alberto gets shot. Uh-huh. And you have this raw minute of Jeff Bridges' character, Marcus, just holding him and, tr- like, whimpering and, like, yeah. trying to see, like, are you okay? Like, t- please tell me, like, it's not actually as bad as it is. Yeah. And he even makes, like, a joke to him right before he's shot. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the moments where, like, I felt like you could have added a little bit more. I felt like he could have stayed on Marcus a little bit longer because it would just add, like, a little extra, like, sprinkle to the pie of... <laughs> of emotion. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. for him being such a hard-ass the entire film. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think I see what you're saying, and I and I kind of sort of agree a little bit, but I also just feel like, look, Toby's up there, or Tanner's up there with a fucking sniper rifle. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't have time to be emotional, you no. know? Like yeah, you, because then you have like all of those other guys who are just like normal citizens who are like we're also just gonna start shooting people because yeah, because they're fuck, in Texas. Texas is scary sometimes. <laughs> like fucking, like shit can happen like that. Yeah. Um. But then you know you have you have Jeff Jeff Bridges going up the mountain and then when he finally when you know when he makes the shot and and he gets him he 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 smiles and laughs but there's also like him crying. Yeah. Because he, he realizes that, like, he's got that revenge. Yeah. And now he has time to mourn. Yeah, and I thought that was, like, th- that was kind of like that little sprinkle of emotion that you're kind of referring to. For me, at least it paid off. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the relationship between the brothers, Tanner and Toby, mm-hmm. you know, they love Toby each other. or Tanner's just one of those guys that you're just like, man, can you just not fuck up for, like, a day, a like, <laughs> like, can we just like go according to plan, please? Yeah, because twice it happens. One when they're at the diner, and he just is like, "I got to take a shit," and then goes across the street and robs. Just the robs bank. a bank, like <laughs> just fucking like no, no choreographed, no anything nope. to it. And then when they're hitting like the the two banks in one morning, and one of them's like locked up. I guess like it's out of commission, like it's it's shut down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to hit Pine then. Like, we got to go to Pine. That's double the money. Yeah. And Toby's like, it's a bigger bank. There's going to be more people. By the time that we get there, it's going to be close to noon where everybody's going to be out. Like, yep. it's not a good idea. Yeah. And he still somehow talks him into it. Yeah. And it's the first instance where you really kind of see, like, their their plan fall apart. Yeah. And they're not quite prepared. Because right. then you have the security guard... And then you have the one guy who has a weapon, and you you have where Tanner kills for the first time, mm-hmm. and it changes everything. The whole like you can see like Toby's eyes just be like, "Oh fuck, where this was not part of the plan. This is not what I had envisioned." Yeah, I mean, he says to him like, "There was like like there wasn't like nobody's supposed to get hurt." Yeah, you know, and like I like the the. The, the loose, like the, you know, like the crazy wild, like firecracker of Tanner. Because yeah. like, and, and personally my favorite scene or one of my favorite scenes with him is when they're at the gas station. He just beats the shit. Oh, yeah. Because like he's Fucking just, great. Well, so it's not even like, it's actually Toby who's the one who beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. But Tanner's the one who like eggs him on a little bit. And he's just like, yeah, man, like, you know, he's like, I bet you, you can't like, you, you won't even have a chance to like touch me. Yeah. And then the guy like gets out of the car and he starts walking over and Toby just runs up and just fucking beats the dude's head in. And then throws the gun like halfway across yeah. the lock. Yeah. It was like, I was like, man, you, he's just one of those guys who likes drama. Yeah. And he likes to like always cut, be like cutting it like too close. Mm-hmm. And I, and you just can't have that. Like when you're doing such a, like 
a plan that is like so like bulletproof and like tight and it's like okay we need to do this 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 and this and then you just have a guy who's just like yeah but what if we just do that instead and then how about if i don't tell you that i'm gonna go do it and i just fucking do it by myself yeah because toby has a lot more to lose in this situation oh my god he has like like his sons in in the whole deal yeah he has his two sons he has his ex-wife he's trying to create like a better life for them yeah and he has like this great line where when he's sitting down with his son and he gives him a beer where it's like everything you've heard from me is true I don't want you to end up like me. I want to create a better life for me. Yeah. So don't do what I do. Do the right thing. At the core, that's what this movie's about. I mean, the core of this movie is about Toby trying to pay off that house Mm -hmm. so, like, you know, the bank doesn't take it back. So his kids have a, will always have a home. Yeah. And you can almost, like, pinpoint it even farther back to that like the whole movie is a metaphor of sins of the father and trying to break that cycle right and you have first two this would have been a really cool character study for both toby and tanner yeah yeah but like you have it too where it's like you have such a contrasting style of both of them Uh uh-huh yet they absolutely love each other and they'll do anything for each other like that that scene at the gas station yeah like they basically like hate each other yeah but Toby is there to protect him no matter what. Yeah. And I think that's where you have like this bond and you can't help but to feel like, again, these aren't the good guys, but you, you're, but you're with them. them. You're rooting for them. Because you know what, like, you're rooting for mostly Toby. Yes. Like, that's like really who you want, like, to have, like, f- to be okay in this. Mm-hmm. Because, again, he's doing this for his family. He's trying to get his sons to have a better life. He, he wants them to have a house and that, you know, they don't have to, like, worry. They, don't, they never have to worry about that. That's something, you know, they don't have to go out and, like, find an apartment and get pay rent and all that. Like, they are yeah. always going to have a home. Yeah. And so will his ex-wife. Yes. Basically. Because at the end of the day, like, he is not going to be living there. He's not. He's even taking care of it. Like, yeah. he's even building it up for them. Um, just so they can live it in. And then he's going to go fucking live in, like, a motel, basically. Like, because mm. he, you know, they don't really... I mean, he. Oh no, look, because he actually like has like a decent job, right? He like is like somewhere in the in the oil business, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. he he's part of the oil business, and then they also found oil on the property. So like they really don't have anything to worry about these kids. Yeah. So you know that's re- you know it's really just like man, we got. He just needs like a lump sum of cash right now, so he can save the house, pr- you know, protect his family, and not have to worry about any of that. And then and then you got Toby who's just doing it cuz he likes to he likes it. Yeah, and then you know that final scene like with Tanner where like he he leads the cops off and like chases. Well, let's talk about how fucking tense the scene is where he got shot. Yes. And they're getting chased and then they like go their separate ways and then he has to go to that like checkpoint. checkpoint. Oh, I was oh. sweating. I was sweating the entire time cuz if he if the cop just sees like that bullet wound yeah. or like the the ID comes back as like a suspect yeah. and like I was freaking out because like they towards the end they they identified that it's Tanner and they have identified that it's two people and Marcus kind of thought like okay it could be brothers so he's already piecing together where it's like no matter what Toby's kind of like fucked in this situation yeah yeah and it's terrifying cuz this is the point where it's like oh fuck like is he going to get stopped and they even like 
run down like the the tire spikes yeah. right beforehand yeah, yeah, too right. and it's so like, like you you can't oh, run oh yeah like even if you backed up like you're still getting chased by like four cops yeah yeah and they all don't care they'll shoot first <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that like is very very tense um and then you know then you have t- uh tanner driving kind of like getting the police to chase him instead so he makes the sacrifice yes because he kind of knows. he. Well, that's why, too, like, just like how we had it with Marcus and Alberto, like, they have a genuine bond together. Yeah. Tanner and Toby, like, they, they crack jokes with each other constantly. Yeah. But then you had, like, right before Tanner drives off, he's like, hey, Toby, I love you. Yeah. And he says, I love you, too. And yeah. like, also, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. like, that's just their dynamic. That's how they are, yeah. But that basically is, like, the... I love you. You're a good brother. Goodbye. I'm going to miss you. Yeah, that was like their final goodbye. So Tanner gets the police to go chase after him instead of Toby. Then he goes up. He's got like a sniper rifle. He's just like yeah. ready for this shit. And yo, wait, what about like when he fucking pulled out like this, like the machine gun? I was like, that was, I literally that was yelled, badass. what the fuck? <laughs> For all of, like, the civilians that, like, just came yeah. after them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a convoy of people just ready to kill him. And then, yeah, like, he had the whole idea, too, with, like, the gasoline tank and making a Molotov yeah, cocktail, man. basically. Yeah. And just letting it roll back down the He's hill. He's a badass Genius dude. idea yeah. for that. He's a badass because guy. Because he created enough space. And, like, he understands, too, like, stick and move. Yeah. Because then, otherwise, they'll be able to tell where you are. Yeah. So then you got Tanner up at the top of this mountain. And he's like set up camp. He's got his he's got his rifle, and he's just taking out cops. Right? He takes out Alberto, mm-hmm. shoots him in the head. Very very sad. Uh, and then Jet, you got Marcus. Jeff Bridges is like telling all those like civilians to get the fuck out. He's like, mm-hmm. go leave now now now. But then you got the one civilian, and he's just he's like he goes he goes up to Jet Marcus, <laughs> and he's like. Hey, I need your rifle, and I need you. To, I need you to get me up here. And the guy's like, "Only if I can get the shot." And he's like, "No, you can't take the shot. No, this like, is my kill. This is a police. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is very much a police thing." Yeah, and I don't. I've, I've never been to Texas. No, and I've also never shot a man. <laughs> but <laughs> true. I, <laughs> Neither have I. But I don't know if I would be that excited to kill somebody. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they got up to think, but man, very. I would, Interesting I, way that like you have Tanner die. Yeah, because like he's up there on the. He, it's like uh, you know uh, Marcus comes up from the side. Tanner doesn't know that he's there. He's yeah. taking a few shots, and then Tanner kind of like takes like a deep breath and he kind of like looks over and he's just kind of like looking around and it's almost like he's like at his kingdom. Like this is him like at his happiest. Yeah, and he's kind of just taking a look around and he sees like the glare of like the the sniper rifle and he's like wait a minute and then he gets shot Mm -hmm. bridges takes the shot he gets a clean he gets a clean hit but the way that he collapses is like the rifle is like in his armpit kind of like the stock of the rifles in his armpit and then the 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 barrels on the ground so like it props him props him up and and that's just how he laid out and that's how he dies and i was like man that was pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, good way to go out. Yeah, that was a pretty... Uh, if you're going to go out in flames, I mean, might as well, right? Yeah. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, then, you know, you have, like, Marcus. He's, he's like, retiring. He's, like, officially retired now. And he's just... It's just one of those... Like, it's kind of like... I don't know. I feel like police officers and detectives, detectives and stuff, like kind of always have like that one job. Yeah. Where it's like, man, like I don't. That one slipped away from me. Yeah. And I can't really rest until it's exactly. Done. So then you have Marcus like going back and and he goes back to his old desk and there's like the woman who took over for him and 
he's kind of like questioning her about stuff and she's like no it's like it's you know he's like he's convinced that not even convinced he knows that it was the brother he knows yeah. that it was tanner but he or has toby he knows that it was toby slate. like yeah. he has nothing going for him. yeah so the other detective is like it's not toby he's got no he's there's like li- literally nothing that can like that will, will uh yeah he's never been arrested the only time that like he's ever been like identified in court was I think like for the death of his mother, like yeah. just to identify him. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. it. So he's like clean, mm-hmm. and Marcus is like, "Now nah, I know some bullshit." So then Marcus, out of his own, just he's now a civilian he, at this he, point. He just has to do it he for go, himself, and he goes up there, and he goes up to the ranch, and he sees and he sees Toby, and they have a an exchange of words that you know Toby never admits it because obviously he can't. Yeah. Because even though but like, they he's both a know that yeah. like he th- they both know that obviously Toby knows that he did it and t- and then Marcus is like one hundred percent like I know that you did this and he, Marcus almost comes at him in a weird way he, where he's just more like I want to know how you got away with it yeah I want like I at this point I don't even know if he if he would like if even if he told him like yeah I did it. it would it mean how, anything? Yeah, like, would he go forth with trying to get him arrested? Or is it just a simple fact of, like, him just... He just wants to know how they got away with it. Mm-hmm. And he never gets it. Yeah, he... Toby tells him, like, hey, I got this place, like, down the road. If you want to, like, continue this conversation because the kids show up and they're not going to have a shootout. Because they, they were kind of ready yeah. to, like, fucking just... Someone's going to take... Like, someone's going to shoot somebody. Yeah, Toby does not give a fuck. Like, no. he's ready to kill him. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it... It basically is just going to be something that, like, eats away at Marcus Forever. for the remainder of his life. Yeah. And he makes the point, too, where it's like, this thing's going to haunt Toby for the rest of his life as well. Yeah. And it's like, so, will it, though? <laughs> I mean, in in the end, Toby's kind of justified. Like, he never kills anyone. He never he kills does anybody. This, yeah, he's been fucked over by the state, so he fucks them back. Yeah. So, in a weird way, he's gotten justice. Yeah. The only thing that might haunt him is the fact that, like, his brother's death. But Tanner did that on his own will. Tanner did that on his will. And obviously, you know, because of them robbing the banks, Tanner did end up shooting that guy. Mm-hmm. So maybe that death will, like, kind of, like, stand up, like, kind of, like, weigh on his shoulders a little bit. But I don't know. At the end of the day, it's just like a movie where, you know, there's a there's a really... It's not the final line, but I think there was a very important line that's said between the two mm-hmm. where... It's a very quick, simple line where the kids show up at the ranch. Jeff Bridges is there. Toby's there. And and he he ends up saying something like, you know, like, this isn't my house. And this like is Mar- Marcus is like, oh, you don't live here? And he's like, no. He's like, this is all for them. And Bridges or Marcus goes, the things you do for your kids, huh? And that's kind of like a line where it's like, you did all of this you did all of this robbing the banks and all that for your kids. Yeah. Like you, you know, you, you go above and beyond for them. And he's like, I understand like why you did it, but that doesn't make it right. And you can't, you can't like, you need to be held accountable basically for it, but it's never going to happen no. because at the end, you know, they walk away and Jeff or Marcus is like, yeah, you know, like I could take you out or you could take me out. But you know, like we, if you want to go finish this, we can, and that's all that Marcus kind of wanted, anyways. Like he did not want retirement. He wanted like a basically a final like showdown. Yeah. To end but it all. He and never gets be, it. Yeah, I I thought with Tanner like with the shootout, but this could also be it. Yeah. With um with him and Toby. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I think that uh, it's just one of those movies where it's like, man, 
you know that the bad, you know you shouldn't be rooting for the bad guys, mm-hmm. but you're kind of happy the yeah. bad guy won. <laughs> and you know what? I absolutely loved this movie by yeah. the end of it. Yeah, Chris Pine very much impressed me in this yeah. movie. Ben, the guy who played uh, Tanner, thought was excellent as like being a fucking crazy ass like brother who just you know you never know what he's gonna do. Exactly. Bridges is always just Bridges, like yeah. he's just the best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I just, I really, really was like, impressed and surprised by this movie because again, I kind of just like started this movie. I was like, ah, let me give this a shot. And then I was just completely blown away by it. Also to the soundtrack for the soundtrack film. is really cool. I love me a I good don't, Western I, soundtrack. I don't like country, but when it's mixed with like Western style yeah. movies, it fits so perfectly. Yeah. Well, can... it's actually uh Nick and the bad Nick cave and the bad seeds, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but they, you might actually really, really like them. I've, I've listened to a few of their albums. They're actually really good. Okay. Uh, so, uh, there's a, re- there's another recommendation, but that's What's your not real recommendation? my recommendation. So last week, I think, I think it was last week that I recommended Hannibal, the TV series. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> you hate it now? No, I don't hate it now, but I found something else that I'm just like way more in, like invested in. Is it Bates Motel? It's not Bates Motel. Is it Criminal Mind? <laughs> no. Is it CSI Miami? <laughs> no. Um, it's a move. It's a German uh, CSI series. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it's a German series called Dark. Okay. And I I'm only two episodes in, but I am way more invested in it than I was Hannibal, and. It's very interesting. And it's on Netflix. It's it? on Netflix, yeah. And uh, it's, I don't, I can't give you the full rundown because I don't know everything. But basically, like, from what I can tell, there's, like, kids who are going missing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a detective, like, trying to find missing kids. So there's, there's, like, that aspect of it. But then there's, like, a really cool, like, supernatural time traveling thing that's going on as well okay where like these kids are going missing and so basically where i'm at right now is like oh they found a dead body and this kid is like all like from like the 80s like he's got like a like a walkman or no he's actually got like a cassette player with Mm -hmm. him uh and he's got like 80s kind of like style clothing and like everything from him is like the 80s and then one of these kids goes and then like one of the kids goes missing that you're following and then he, and then you find you, he like comes out and like you're like oh okay like he's he's okay. And then it ends up that he is now in the 80s. He's like in like 1986 all of a sudden because the movie t- or the show takes place in like modern day. So he just shows up in like 1986 and he doesn't know that he's in the 80s yet. So he like goes home and he like not he like tries to unlock the door like it doesn't work and he opens the door and like his father opens the door, but his father's like twenty years younger or thirty years younger than oh, he so it's than like he a was. Weird time travel. Yeah, thing. so like then there's like a like a weird time travel thing, and then there's like a weird like like a uh, like mad scientist serial killer kidnapping thing going on. Like it's it's okay. got like so many plots, but it's done very very well. I mean, the, it is very like moody and atmospheric, mm. but it's done very very well, and I am way more invested in it than I was Hannibal. <laughs> so you gave so up scratch on Hannibal. Hannibal? I highly 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 recommend Dark. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. There's three seasons. I don't know if it's like a Netflix original or if it's something else. I think it might. I be. think it might be a Netflix original, but uh, Netflix out right now is just killing it with shit yeah. always. Netflix um, and Amazon, man, like they're just especially now, like with the quarantine still and yeah. everything, like they're just pumping shit out. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I've heard some good things about Apple TV too. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan did a did a show for Apple TV. I There's a couple of things that look cool. Like uh, I saw something with um, Chris Evans where it looks very interesting mm. as well. Where yeah. it's like a, a, a crime drama where like him and his wife are trying to show that their son was not to blame for like a murder. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So Hell or High Water and Dark. Yes. Uh, Zach. Do you know what we're doing next week? I do know what we're doing next Uh-oh. week. We're going to do 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ooh. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, okay. I've seen it. It's cool. I, <laughs> I know like you. That. Well, you brought it up in like the Divide episode. That, oh, like, right, right, oh, right. This was a much better Divide movie than Divide. <laughs> Don't, that's not what I sound like. That's what you sound like. <laughs> play, the, play it back. You'll hear it. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So uh, we're going to do 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yes. Great. Cool. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank. Lords of the Plains, that's us.